when it comes to heating up your business, it's all about making more bacon. And that requires an expert with a particular set of skills. You need a Baconologist. Building authentic connections, online networking, through social selling, relationship marketing, mindset and training. Yeah, that's bacon. Get ready, because we're about to fry up a sizzling success strategy. This is the Bacon Podcast with your host and business Baconologist, Brian Basilico. It's a lot of bees, man. Welcome, everybody. I'm your host, Brian Basilico, and this is the podcast where you learn to make your business sizzle online. So are you ready to fry up some new business? Hey, peeps, I am uber excited today. Today, we're going to be talking about you and your future. Our guest today is going to be Andrew Cap, and he is the author of The Last Law of Attraction, and he also works at a company called Awesome Marvelous Inc. And I want to be awesome. I want to be marvelous, man. So, Andrew, how you doing, dude? Brian, I'm doing great, my friend. Thanks so much for having me, man. Really looking forward to this conversation. Thanks, man. I appreciate you coming on. This is going to be fun and, I think, informational for everybody. So, what I like to do is to get people to know you first. And so... Can you tell us the story of how you went from being an intern at WWF or WWE, depending on whether you say World Wrestling Federation, or I don't know what the E stands for anymore, (laughs) (laughs) but uh, how did you go from being interned with WWF to helping people wrestle with their desire to be successful? Well, you know, let's see how well I do about fitting in uh, 20 years of story into two minutes because there's a long road here. But the the quick version is when I interned for them in college, I thought I was going to have a career in um, marketing and publicity working for someone else. And I quickly went in the direction of being an entrepreneur instead, kind of like relying on myself. And I think a lot of people, whether they're entrepreneurs or salespeople, when they have to kill their own dinner, they lean towards those positive modalities, whether it's law of attraction or just positive thinking or anything else. And when I discovered law of attraction, I was very hit and miss with the whole thing um, because I never really went all in with the situation. Like it would work sometimes, it wouldn't work other times. And I hit this wall about four years after learning that where I lost my girlfriend and that first business I started all within one week. And it was rough. She didn't even break up in person. She broke up over text. So not good times, but it did back me into a corner where I'm like, listen, something has to change. And this law of attraction thing kind of seems to work. So I don't care what happens, when it happens, how it happens. I'm just going to go all in. Mm-hmm. And that was harsh, dude. That's all I got to say is break. Yeah. Up oh, dude, it was, harsh. <laughs> it was, it was rough. It was a bad, bad week. Losing what I felt like 90% of my life was bad, but I guess in one way, it at least inspired me to kind of go all in because I had this attitude now finally of, I don't care what happens, when it happens, how it happens. And I just like did five minutes a day. That's my all in five minutes of gratitude or visualization. And I'll tell you, Brian, it's, it's something, a story like a movie. The results were miraculous. Within two weeks, I felt better, which is saying a lot with a broken heart. Within three months, I'm uh, in a brand new relationship, a healthy one. Within four months, making more money than at any point in my life. And within six months, everything's different. I'm waking up happy and filled. I'm in the best shape of my life. And I learned experientially, not through another book, not through a guru, but just in my life experience, that whatever this thing is, whether you believe in it or not, it works when you work it. Mm-hmm. And it was only 11 years later, after being a copywriter and just being an, an entrepreneur, that I made the decision of like, what can I do in my business where, to be frank, 
I won't be bored engaging with my customers. I'll be happy answering emails. I'll be happy interacting with them. And here's this huge piece of my life where I finally gave myself permission to say, okay, I can finally articulate this. Hence, this bold promise of a title of the last Law of Attraction book you'll ever need to read. And very grateful to say that so far, it's resonating really well with the people that read it. Awesome. Okay, so let's dig into this. I mean, we've all heard of the Law of Attraction. I mean, if you haven't seen the movie The Secret, you need to watch it. <laughs> but um, one of the things about it is if, if, if you've listened to the Law of Attraction, if you believe you can achieve, I mean, this is kind of like, you know, self-help 101. But, you know, what is it that you found in our egos that's holding people back from achieving what it is that they want? Yeah, you know, this to me is the crux of everything. And this, by the way, is why for the first four years, I got nowhere. And only after that bad week that I was just so, you know, upset and motivated, that I got through. But um, the way I see it and the way I've learned is we've got three minds. We've got the conscious mind and we've got the subconscious. And right in the middle, we've got the ego. Ego being way stronger than the conscious mind, but nothing compared to the subconscious. And the ego has one job in this world, and that's keeping you alive which is good news or bad news, depending on where you are in your life, because whatever your money problems, whatever your relationship problems, even whatever your health problems, your ego knows now in this moment, you are alive and it doesn't want to risk the status quo, which is why for anyone out there who wants to be rich, rich and famous and it's not happening, for all your ego knows is when you become famous, you've got a stalker and that's a threat to your survival. Or when you get money, family comes out of the woodwork and tries to take it from you, a threat to your survival. So it's well-meaning, but your ego is going to do whatever it can, fear, uncertainty, doubt, to overcome your conscious mind, keep you stuck where you are because it knows you're safe that way. And just to sneak something in there, the answer therefore becomes bypassing the ego, going to your subconscious mind with simple gratitude or visualization exercises. And that in and of itself will do a lot of the heavy lifting for you so that your ego can't get in your way we'll see an improvement and then try to defend that new station in life. Mm -hmm. So what is it about the law of attraction that, you know, we need to know about that we, you know, obviously you've heard about it before, but you know, what are some of the key components? I mean, you mentioned gratitude, which, you know, I've listened to a lot of different audiobooks on mindset and things of that nature. And they talk about an attitude of gratitude. It's the, you know, the 5 a.m. club, get up in the morning and get yourself ready for the world. I mean, what specifically have you found that's made the biggest difference? Well, the thing is, gratitude has been the big difference maker, but I think a lot of people misunderstand it. It's, it's become a buzzword, a fad word. People pay lip service to it, but they don't actually understand what it means. All it simply means, without forcing the issue, is feeling good about having what you want or having what you have, of getting what you want, rather, or, or having what you have or, what, or both, like any kind of combination. Because when you are grateful, when you are acknowledging that the things in your life are there already, even if they're not there yet, if you believe in the universe, you're telling the universe to magnetically attract that to you. And if you don't believe in the universe, you're still programming your subconscious mind to help you find it. So gratitude is just this huge, special, like extra step or cheat code to getting what you want while simultaneously enjoying your life along the way. So what you're basically saying is, is in other words, take an inventory of what you have at the moment and understand that that's enough for you today. But the law of attraction is... I expect something bigger. I expect more. So you're, you're basically saying to yourself, I deserve more than what I've got. So how do those two things work in concert? Yeah, well, the thing is, when you are feeling good or along those lines, 
about what you have or what you want or both, things are going to come to you. Like one of my methods, I like to take a list of things that you already have or things that you have had and things that you want, phrase them all in the present tense and jumble up the list and read them one at a time. Because what I'm basically doing is in addition to just feeling good about what I have already, I'm installing that same level of certainty and confidence in those future things, which again, you believe in the universe, you're magnetically telling the universe to bring that to you. And if you don't, you're programming your subconscious mind to seek it out for you. I personally believe it's a combination, which is why I say both. But either way, through that, through that methodology, you're just inviting more. And again, you're enjoying yourself along the way, rather than resisting, rather than being impatient, rather than dragging yourself through life, wondering when it's going to happen, not realizing that question is what's keeping everything away from you. So what kind of commitment or time should people allocate in their day or their life to do this? What, what does it take? Is this a, you know, all day process? Is it a multi-pronged process? Or is it something that just, you know, you start off your day, you end your day? How does it work? See, Brian, to me, this is the best part because people sometimes think or their ego comes in and tells them that they've got to have a long five-hour meditation session or something like that. In my experience, in my life, and in the people that I've helped, five minutes a day is more than enough because even scientific studies will show you on, on brainwave charts when they, they hook something up to your head, your positive thoughts and emotions are so much more powerful than the negative ones. So just five minutes a day is enough to get you the momentum that you need even if you get in a bad mood later on, even if something happens that you don't like later on, five minutes, any day, any time during the day, by the way, it could be the beginning and whenever, that'll start building up the momentum and you will find yourself naturally feeling good more and more during the day without having to intentionally force it at all. Totally makes sense. So out of all of this, what do you think is the key thing that people are missing? Because you know, again, positive self-talk, mindset, those kind of things. What's what's the secret sauce here? What's different about what you're projecting in your book and what's different and what you found that works? Yeah, so thanks for asking. I'm going to make an assumption about your listeners right now. Mm -hmm. Maybe they've heard about law of attraction and they've tried it and didn't work, or maybe they just heard about the power of positive thinking and they had an experience where it didn't quite go the way they want. The thing that people often miss is that they do the method whether it's gratitude or visualization or anything else, they do the method to get the result, which is like, well, well, duh, Andrew, of course, isn't that what you're saying? Isn't that what everyone else is saying? But there's a minor little tweak and distinction in there. When you do a method in order to get the result, what you're basically doing is you're focusing on the lack of the result without realizing it. You're reinforcing the fact that you don't have it yet. You're trying to force it. Whereas the real trick is when you do the method for the sake of enjoying the method and you're feeling good thinking about that future thing, not so you're, because you're forcing it to you, but just because it feels good, that kind of unlocks that stuck energy. That unlocks the hidden blocks where it's like, okay, I'm feeling good for the sake of feeling good. Now, indirectly, my vibration is up. My mind's working the right way, and I'm attracting it without actually forcing it. Okay, so when we do this creative energy and we're thinking about it, I think what you're saying is the biggest difference is you know, life is a journey, and if you focus only on the destination, you're going to end up being disappointed when you get there. So what you're basically saying is have this law of attraction of what you want, but stop along the way and smell the roses, drink the coffee, you know, just live life throughout it. And, and the attitude of gratitude portion is saying, this is what I've achieved. This is what's new. This is what's good. And, and basically live in the increments that you create through this versus trying to get to the destination, right? 
Yeah, and there's this hidden irony in there because when you do that, when you're relaxed about it and you don't have attachment to the outcome and you don't have a requirement on the timing with which it comes or the quality with which it comes, you actually oftentimes get it faster and you get it better. It's that letting go of how it has to happen or when it has to happen and just saying, I'm going to be happy as much as I can in the moment because a lot of people, joy is a manifestation or a result. And I agree with that. But joy to me is also a strategy by which you get more joy. All right, so now I'm going back to the wrestling. I want to hear about a SmackDown, baby. I want to hear one of the things that you've done or you've seen somebody do where they actually used your methodology and achieved something. Give me a success story. Oh, for sure. Well, you know, I actually featured one of them on my YouTube channel. I, she um, she was using my, one of my, my, my 90 day program and she had such good results. I interviewed her and basically she was in a situation where, um, you know, obviously this was in the past year, pandemic was affecting people's money and things of that nature. And she thought that she was going to be out of her sales job, like nothing was going well. She started doing these methods, which by the way, I'll take credit that these were my methods, but she could have found any law of attraction methods that would have worked just as well. She starts doing the methods and she gets to a point within um, that 90 day period where making $100,000 in sales each month is automatically assured for her. And she even gave me an update after we had our interview where it became like more of a $200,000 a month standard and she bought her dream home and she's just flying high all because she let go of the attachment and engaged in these simple gratitude methods every single day. Awesome. So bottom line, I'm assuming you have more that they can find. So if people wanted to follow you or learn more about this, what's the best way for them to do that? Yeah, well, two easy links. If you want to check out the book itself, the Amazon listing, you could just go to lastlawofattractionbook.com. That'll forward whether you want a Kindle, paperback, or audiobook. But if you don't want to pull out your wallet, you want free content, I'm good with that also. That's my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Andrew Cap. Uh, I post new techniques. I uh, feature interviews with law of attraction experts, and I try to throw in a few more surprises there. So whether they pay money or they get it for free, I'm hoping that my content will be valuable in some way, shape, or form for them. Awesome, Andrew. Well, this has been great, man. I really appreciate you and your time and your concepts and bringing some sizzling hot bacon knowledge bombs to my peeps, man. And uh, thanks so much for coming on the podcast. Yeah, thanks, Brian. I really appreciated this conversation, and I really enjoyed your questions. Thank you for letting us sprinkle some bacon bits into your brains. Want some more? Learn more about this podcast and our guest experts at baconpodcast.com. Have questions? Send them to askbrian at baconpodcast.com. Until next time, keep sizzling. And remember, it's all about the bacon. <laughs>